Welcome to the Charles Thorngren Show. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about modern monetary theory. You may or may not have heard of MMT, but it's important to learn about because it's a radical and very dangerous theory that is being quickly adopted by the far left and is permeating its way through our financial system. Welcome to the Charles Thorngren Show by Legacy Precious Metals. So what is MMT? Uh, MMT is an economic theory that says that the government can create more money without any negative consequences because it is the issuer of the currency, it's the owner of the currency, and they can do what they want. It also believes that the government deficits and our national debt really don't matter. Nearly as much as most of us used to think or as the way modern economics thinks. This new theory says none of that's relevant. Why should people pay attention to MMT? It's, it's a great question that I hear a lot, you know, as, as we've talked about this more with, with peers um, and with, um, you know, some of the leading people in the financial industry. Um, and, and you're probably thinking, you know, just the idea of it, it sounds kind of crazy that we can just print money with no ramifications and that deficits and debt and all of that just don't matter or make any kind of a difference. Um, and it's crazy. And you'd be right. One of the things about MMT that most people don't consider, though, is it you lose the ability to control your government. So much of what we do in our government is about how things get funded. If the government no longer needs to come to you and I and say, can we do this? Do the American people agree with this? And if you do, we need you to fund it. We lose that control because we no longer now hold the purse strings. The Fed and the Treasury will just print more, create more debt, and there's nothing that we can do about it. So that in itself is another very scary concept to the MMT that um, people need to understand. So MMT, uh, why are we hearing more about it and who is talking about it? We don't hear more about it because it flies in the face of the way we've always done business as a country. and. Normal economics, you know, debt, income, what do we make as a country, GDP, how do we collect taxes, all of that goes out the window, which sounds amazing and how could it be, but when you look at some of the people now who are pushing it, it'll make more sense to you. Uh, the name's Stephanie uh, Kilton. She's a professor. Um, she's the leading advocator for MMT. Um, oh, you could even say that she's the face of it. Important to know, though, is that she was Bernie Sanders' economic advisor. So now it begins to make sense. Now we can see why this kind of crazy concept is being pushed. It's being pushed to generate and create a social government that none of us really want. So it, it, it's the leading edge of socialism because the way you fund a country determines how that country acts. Um, another very big participant in this is, is AOC. Um, she believes that MMT should be a much bigger part of the conversation that we have about government. And, and she believes that this is the way to go, that we shouldn't be worried about debt. We can raise taxes later. We'll just generate new income. And you're beginning to see it gain some traction. I know that there was a, a huge conversation um, with, uh, with another podcast, John Stewart, where he talked about MMT. And it's confusing when you go back and you look at it because there's not a lot of fact being thrown around. 
So we want to really take that and digest this a little bit and break it down so that everyone understands it. So when you're looking at it, I know MMT, it sounds ridiculous. If you look at it from face value, it doesn't make sense. Um, but it is a theory, and it's being adopted by a lot of governments already. Those governments don't happen to be free nations. They don't have to be capitalist nations. They happen to be socialist nations. So that's where it's gaining some strength. Um, and it's essential that we pay attention to it because we see it being practiced already. And we see part of its effect happening here in the United States right now as, as we look at what was just happened at the beginning of, uh, of uh, 2022. You know, how many trillions of dollars did we print? That came out of nowhere. And this is really MMT in action. Just the printing of money because the government wants to spend more. So let's take a look at MMT and how it's being proposed to us. Okay. Um, some of the, the main tenants, you will, uh, if you will, of, of MMT. So we're going to start by going through that. And then we'll, we'll kind of break them down and see what kind of sense they make or what kind of sense they don't make. Um, one of the main tenants, though, is, and this is a big one, that government deficits aren't bad. That debt isn't bad as long as it's government debt. That's a good thing. Um, another one of its tenant, uh, tenants is that, that governments can endlessly print money with any risk of an economic collapse. Just print away. Print to their heart's desire with no ramifications. Um, another part of that is since the government creates currency, the government doesn't need to do any of the same principles that we do in a budgeting, right? They don't need to worry about that. They can do what they want since they are the government and they're not beholden to anybody. They can choose to do whatever they feel. Um, one of the others, probably the last of the, uh, of the big ones, is that uh, since the government can create money, that we can create federal jobs to guarantee stability in the economy. It's that old chestnut of the government being the main employer managing the economy as such. So that's we've seen the effects of that in the past. And, and, and those are some of your key points. But let's go back and start with that first one. You know, the, the government deficits aren't bad. Um, debt is bad. You know, uh, anytime that you are in debt, you owe somebody something. And anytime you owe somebody something, you become beholden to them to some degree. Uh, we, we saw a lot of that with our relationship with China, holding so much of our debt. There's certain things that we won't say to China because we owe them money. We have to pay them. We pay them interest on all the debt that they bought. We have become beholden to them. It, it makes us lose our strength as a nation. Just as if you owe money to your neighbor, you're certainly not going to talk bad about that neighbor till you pay him back. Same thing. So that whole thought process, that deficit isn't bad. It's, it's just baloney. There are times where a government may need to spend before they have funds available. But those programs have always been decided by us, the people. We vote on that. We vote on that with bond measures and say, yes, we agree this project is worth us being in debt for. And as such, we agree that we will buy the bonds to pay for that program because it makes sense. That's not the government deciding. That's we, the people, deciding. And we lose that with this tenant 
uh, of MMT. That deficit isn't bad. So, so that's something that most people don't look at when we're looking at a change of financial uh, theory where we lose the ability to control our government because those purse strings are important. Your government can't run without us agreeing to certain things. We no longer have that ability if the government can just write as much debt as they want and just print as much money as they want. Um, let's see, what else do we talk about? Uh, that they can print money without any risk of an economic collapse. We just know that's not true. Basic economics tells you that. There's only so much of an economy. And the amount of dollars that we have in print determines the percentage of the pie each dollar has in that economy. You cannot print more money without realizing that every dollar that's out there now becomes less valuable. That's just the basis of economics. To think otherwise is just ludicrous. And that it only happens in countries where they don't care about the people. They want their government spending and they're going to print as much as they need to do whatever they want. At the end of the day, you and I pay our taxes to pay for the government. If we give them free reign, there's no amount of taxes that will cover what they're going to write. You have to control your government. And the way we have to control it is by controlling their purse strings. I mean, we, we can't say that near enough. Since the government creates currency, the government doesn't need to follow the same principles as you and I do. That's, that's part of this whole MMT thought, but that just doesn't make sense. A budget is a budget. Economic balance is economic balance. It doesn't matter whether it's the government of the United States or whether it's me, Charles Thorngren, or whether it's you or I out there. If we don't make more than we spend, we're in debt. If we have too much debt, we go bankrupt. The same thing happens to countries, and it happens all the time. If we can't service our debt, we will be in default, which is basically government speak for being bankrupt. And we know that this is a major issue, and we know that we're talking MMT now because right now we have a debt of about 125% of what our GDP is. Unfortunately, GDP is contracting right now. So that means that debt value is going to go higher, and I think this is why we're seeing more of a push towards this MMT thought so that the government can just print away and not worry about being within a balanced budget or being within a safe parameter of debt to earnings. Typically when we see this is, is that, that last time the government can create as much money as it wants because, well, they'll create federal jobs to help spur an economy. That's kind of silly, right? A government job typically doesn't generate income. It doesn't help the GDP. It helps the workforce. It helps put people out there, but their earnings that they make don't equate to the debt that it's produced per job. They're not going to spend all of their income creating an economy. So thereby, no matter what happens, it's always going to be at a loss. Government jobs do not create strength. Government jobs have always been used when there is a lack of strength in the economy to get people working. Now, is that the goal now because we know that unemployment's going to go up? We know that we have uh, all of the, the big companies saying it's time for layoffs. Maybe this is why this is a conversation that's happening now. 
Um, it wouldn't be too far-fetched, but it doesn't fit with our category of maintaining a budget. So that's one of the really big key things to the government job that we need to be aware of. While MMT hasn't been nationally adopted, um, many of the principles we have have already seeped into our economic system, and, and we can really see what's happening if MMT were to be fully adopted, okay? So we look at that and we say, we see little bits of it, right? And, and I think that's how a government tries to float an idea, tries to float a concept a little at a time. We'll, we'll, we'll generate a trillion dollars in debt this year and see what kind of um, outrage there is. Oh, it wasn't so bad. Let's do another trillion next year. Let's see how the outrage comes. And, and we're not getting the outrage. You know, there, there's a couple of people that go, oh, that's too much money, but most people aren't as upset as they should be. So it's, it's kind of the slow playing the whole thought of an MMT system in action. So what we would see, though, if we can take this even further, and I think we're beginning to see some of it, is um, more money printing. And we know that there's money printing going on because the United States has quit publishing how much money they do print. It wasn't that long ago that M3, the money supply being printed, was a number you could look up. You no longer can do that. It has now been decided that we don't need to know that and they're going to do what they want to do. The common number is thought to be about $120 billion a month. So right around $1.4 trillion a year just being generated right now. Besides your regular deficit conversations and your budget conversations. Okay? So what this does is it leads to inflation. Anytime you increase the money supply, you create a form of inflation. Everything costs more because the dollar you have now becomes worth less. There's more of them in the float of currency in the United States. Where it gets crazy and is what we're beginning to see now is we start leading into a hyperinflation. You know, with inflation being what it is now and the Fed trying to fight it, we're seeing interest rates go up, but it's not working. That inflation is there. Is it there because the dollars reprinted? Is it there because the Fed has the situation wrong? We can have a conversation about that, but the reality is it doesn't matter because we have the inflation. With that, you also have a weakening dollar. The way the dollar, what the dollar buys you here in the United States is, is um, getting weaker and weaker. We know that because everything costs more. Gasoline costs more. Eggs cost more. Just everything in general is costing more and at a rate higher than it has in the past. These are the things that will continue to happen if we see more of an MMT theory be pushed on the people. If, if this becomes our form of government budgeting, this will happen to a much larger degree than we even see right now, which is a very concerning uh, scenario to look at because it's become difficult for us as it is right now the average person. So even with all of that, and, and that's bad enough, right? The, the economic trouble that will come from that and, and the financial trouble we all have is bad. To me, what's even more frightening is the loss of control of the government. We no longer will be able to say that the government is us and we are the government. There's some that say that's not happening right now, but this takes it even further. 
without the ability to control the purse strings of the government, it can do whatever it seems is right, whether we agree or not. You no longer have a government that works for us. We will do what the government says because they don't need us. And this is a very scary thought. We're seeing more loss of control by the people as it is. But if we give them economic freedom and the ability to generate as much debt or as much money as they want, and we no longer have to agree to spending and to new bills and things like this, this will not be your and I America, yours and I's America anymore. We will be living in a country that will tell us what it can do, not what we tell it what it can do. And to me, that's a very scary thought. It goes against everything that America is and has been. So besides the financial ramifications, there's that control issue that we really need to address and make sure that we don't see that happening with the furthering of this economic principle that gives us the loss of our government. And if that sounds kind of far-fetched to you, let me propose something. AOC herself has said this kind of spending gives us the ability to invest in the human asset, in jobs. We'll just create whatever jobs we need, whether the, whether the market needs it or not. You're somebody I like. You agree with what I say. Here's a job. Horrible thing, but even worse than that is the opposite side of that. Oh, you don't agree with what I say. No job for you. No money for you. No ability for you to take care of your family. Does it sound crazy? Maybe a little bit, but we know that that's what happens when you give control of the purse strings over. And again, some people like to use the word socialism like it's a good thing. I don't think so. I don't need the government telling me how to live, what I can and can't do. We have a series of laws that we agree upon. We go through the correct procedure to enact those laws. I don't need to be controlled through finances because I may do something that the government doesn't like. The government is supposed to work for us, not for them. And when you say we'll just create government jobs, this gets blown completely out of proportion and it gives way too much control to a government that once you give it, it how do you get it back? You may agree now, but what happens when that government doesn't agree with what you think? That changes everything. This is why our system, while may not be perfect, is important. We have the ability to regulate the government and change it when it doesn't do what we need it to do. We lose that control if we give them the financial control and now suddenly they start creating jobs. They start controlling your, your, your livelihood. It's going to be hard to go against the government when you know you're going to lose your job for it. Again, a very, very socialist mentality. And, and, you know, when we look at it, too, you know, MMT at one point was just considered a, a fringe theory. Um, but the, the Green New Dealers and a, a larger contingent of the Democratic politicians are adopting it as their platform almost. It's a very significant part, too. They believe that MMT will fund everything they've promised that they know they can't deliver. Uh, the Green New Deal, very expensive and, and very hard to push. Free health care, uh, free college, um, payments for the college you've already done and took loans on. 
just free, free, free. Government doesn't work that way. But this is how they accomplish that promise. And that's how they deliver on the promises that they made that they knew they couldn't give. Free health care, it sounds amazing. It's just not a reality. Not with the amount of people in the United States. Not under the current system. We'd have to break it down and start over again. And no one's willing to have that real conversation. So they want to adopt a policy that will let them just print away and pay for it all. Regardless of what it does to you and I's savings and our livelihood. Um, and MMT has been tried before. It's, it's already failed in several countries like Venezuela, one example. Uh, Venezuela is a great example, too, because Venezuela has so many natural resources, there's no reason for this country to be bankrupt. But they've adopted the socialist program, and this is why it doesn't work. Even with a country that has resources and has the ability to go to market, you cannot give, give, give. It will always turn around and leave you broke. Uh, Zimbabwe, another nation. Um... So, you know, it's, it's out there and it's not something new. It's been tried and it's failed. Yet we somehow believe, not we, but people here in the United States believe that it'll be different if we try it. Which, it's just not true. The more people you have, the harder these programs are to enforce. The United States is a very large nation. So this kind of scenario will not bode well for us. And the truth is simple. If you buy something... You have to pay for it. Nothing is free, and economics doesn't have to be that complicated. We can keep it very simple. If you print more money, your dollar becomes weaker. It's just fact. There's no strand that you can throw around it, no catchphrase that takes away that basic fact. If you take on more debt and print more money to get out of it, you will eventually crash the economy. You can never pay your visa bill with your MasterCard. It doesn't erase your debt. It just transfers your debt. You always have to pay. Sooner or later, you have to pay. So when we look at what this is and why you should actually care, okay, look at it like politicians. We have a politician, Bernie Sanders, very well-liked man, socialist, and makes no qualms about it. I, I can respect that. You come out and say, I'm a socialist. I believe that we should not put people in charge of their own well-being. Let the government take care of it. At least he's honest. So we look at him and we say, okay, we know what he's about. What's this MMT about? Well, it's really important to know that your leading advisor for this is his economic advisor. When he ran for office, Professor Kelton was his economic advisor. If he had won the presidency... She would be the person with his ear on how to determine how the government runs and the policies of that government. And with any politician, you really want to pay attention to who they surround themselves with. That tells you more about them than what they say in front of that camera and in front of that lectern. We all know that they will promise you the world and deliver you nothing close to it. So it's important to keep an eye on what happens around them. And I think that's really key here because the people pushing this concept, the, the new Green Dealers, um, you, your more liberal um, politicians, if you look around them, they all have this philosophy 
that while they don't call it MMT, is the definition of MMT. Let's print more money. Let's let us decide for you what's important. And that gives you a really good basis as to why you need to pay attention, not to just the politicians, but also to what is happening with our economy and what is happening with our government's budget. Why MMT is important. If we don't pay attention, we will lose our control, we will lose our rights while we're sleeping. So it's very important to keep an eye and an ear out. Listen for the words MMT. Anytime you hear dollars being created, anytime you hear a politician talking, it's important to do a little research and see who's around them so you know what they stand for, not the words they say, but the actions they'll take. Thank you for listening to The Charles Thorngren Show by Legacy Precious Metals. Legacy Precious Metals helps investors protect their retirements and build wealth through investments in gold, silver, and precious metals. Whether you want metals shipped directly and discreetly to your house, or you want to roll your existing IRA into a gold-backed IRA, Legacy Precious Metals is the company you can trust. To speak to an expert, call 866-473-6204 or visit LegacyPMInvestments.com to download our free investing guide.